Bank Minister Fuller once said, the best way to predict the future is to design it. And when it's mingled with sustainability, then our future seems bright, secure and protected. Hi, I'm your show host Mithali Uhuri. Welcome you all with love and gratitude to a special episode with a very special guest, Hasira Chaudhary, who's going to enlighten us about the importance of sustainability design, how her firm Podex is coming up with innovative and earth-friendly product that's going to change people's mindset towards its usage and about themselves as well. So before we begin our interview with Hazira Chaudhary, who's the founder and CEO of Podex, let us hear first what she has to say. Hi, it's Hazira Chaudhary. I'm the founder and CEO of Podex. I've been invited today by the one for Mitali, who is the creator of the Self Talk Show. It's a wonderful concept. There's been a lot of people on here before. And if you guys haven't heard, I recommend giving this a go. I think you would enjoy it and um, very interesting people on there. Today, I'm going to talk about me, the self-talk show, right? There's a bunch of questions here that I need to answer, but we're going to cover topics such as my background, my life, design, my design career, and of course, PodX. We'll talk about the past, the present, and the future of PodX, and we'll talk about my views and what I want to leave on this planet, how I want to contribute. I'm very grateful that you're all here. I appreciate your presence. And I hope you enjoy the show. So thank you once again and enjoy. Thank you, Hazira, and welcome to Self Talk Show. First of all, a big thank you again for choosing this podcast show as a medium to share your powerful message with the listeners, which is the need of the hour. Secondly, I am very honored to have you as guest speaker on my show. I'm sure your audience would love your vibe. So would you like to share your life story with us? What was your defining moment when you realized design is the field where I fit in, where I can express myself better, communicate with the world in the best way possible, design and build something that can help our planet recover? So a little bit about my background. I was born and raised in London, England, UK, many years ago now. I know it doesn't seem like that, but <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, it's been a while, so yeah. I grew up in a, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I grew up in East London and I'm really grateful for being in London just in general because it's a fantastic city to be in. It's always got the art scene, the design scene, the music culture. It's just, you know, constantly inspirational. And I'm really happy that I got to be around that, you know, whilst I was in my teens and my early 20s. It was very helpful, especially for a design student. So, yeah. I grew up in a very big family as well. My uh, There's like nine kids in the family, so there's eight girls and there's, you know, my brother who's the youngest, which I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing for him, but I think he's lucky, you know. I don't think he's uh, got much to complain about, although it can be quite harsh for him as well. Imagine having eight sisters going on at you, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's okay. We're all good, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, as for my parents, they grew up like they always used to make like they used to work in the tailoring industry, the clothing and fashion industry. They would make like the inside of jackets and, you know, like suits and stuff like that. And, you know, we learned a lot. Actually, we used to watch them and also actually help. I used to help my parents make like all this kind of stuff that they'd get work for. 
And, you know, it was incredible because at the time it was like, you don't really, sometimes you don't appreciate things until you can look back and then you're like, oh, wow, I actually am very grateful for that. You know, I feel as though like if my parents weren't doing that, I don't know if I, I mean, I I mean, I know that I don't, it's really hard to say, but I feel like it was meant to be like, I learned so much. Like I learned about patterns. I learned how things were made. I learned how the process works. Like um, kind of like a manufacturing line, isn't it? So it, when I look back at it, it's like, oh my God, there, yeah, there is a process to things. But I was quite young anyway. So, you know, it was nice to help them out and learn at the same time. Uh, and my mum, she would always make lots of dresses and stuff, like, because she had eight girls. So, you know, my mum's like, she doesn't do it as much now, but, like, definitely there was some incredible stuff that she would do. I mean, not that I really wore dresses, but, like, some of the things she made, you know, they were, like, I haven't seen someone do something like that, like, you know, and to, and all the details, you know, and, and the patterns and the, the materials that she would buy, because, you know having nine kids you know clothes like you know <laughs> you can't buy them clothes all the time every day you know so uh, my mum used to make them and actually it would be it worked out cheaper didn't it so you should buy a big long piece of material and you know just cut it out and boom you got clothes so yeah uh, I look at some of the things that my mum made when I was younger and I'm wearing them like whoa I would never wear it now because like obviously there was like it felt quite eccentric some of those stuff but it's just my culture as well like the Asian side of me the Bengali you know Indian side of me which you know I felt like <laughs> I don't know it's just nice to see uh yeah so that's you know that was my life but i just remember every saturday morning i just loved to draw like i would just you know we used to grow up in a we well we grew up in a block of flats and um there was like a step in front of the balcony door and you could see like trains go by and you know i was just really like every saturday morning i'd be there i'd use that little step as my table to draw on and i could see the outside and you know just draw away i just loved it it was just my thing but as I got a bit older, I discovered that I love to make. Like, you know, I, I just remember when we moved into a house at one point, we with the first time ever, we had a garden. And, you know, I was just like, I enjoyed picking up bits of wood and just like putting them together, making something out of it. I just really like thought, this is me. This is like, this is, I just love to make. You know, this is why I became a designer because it was initially because I love to make things. And that changed, you know, a bit more into more of a technical design at some point. And like the first time I ever discovered like what I really wanted to do as my career in the future, it was to design. I mean, I remember there was a show on TV. We didn't watch TV much, but it would come on once once a week at some points. And it was called Changing Rooms. I mean, it was a show over here in the UK. I don't know if it was anywhere else in the world, but, you know, it was on TV here and it was about these designers that would come on a like to you know help change and design someone's house like a room so it wouldn't be the whole house it'd be just like I don't know the living room or the bedroom or whatever and they'd swap with like their neighbors or their friends so each you know each um, like person would bring someone else on so one neighbor would bring on another neighbor okay I'm not going to explain this because it's too long but the point is that there was, you know, a designer also with them and they would come on every week as well. But there was, sometimes they changed designers as well. But it was just an incredible show because it was like a transformation from something really bad 
into something wow you know like it was crazy and I just remember I was 13 at the time and I used to watch it and gradually feel so excited about that show like it would be on my mind like you know uh you know I mean I used to love all kinds of other shows like like Power Rangers and you know Thundercats and things like that but this show was different it was like I could feel myself you know like can't wait for the next episode next week you know and the designers would come on the show and they would change things and I would be like wow this is what I want to do I wanted to be them I wanted to be that designer and I you know I obviously was like well that's me I knew the moment when I was going to be a designer I was like right I need to be designing so I just remember after a few years after that I was just like calling up places there was this thing in the UK where it was like a a, a big catalogue of numbers it was called the yellow pages and I remember I was about being 16 at the time and I was just like well 14 even from 14 onwards because we did work experience and I ended up being in an architecture place because I love like it, I just love to design so I made sure that my placement was at an architectural firm because I really enjoy doing like designing space and like how things fit and how to improve an area, you know, and, and this is why, I mean, I ended up doing some interior design as well. I mean, I don't know much now, but it was just the love of designing interiors. And I spent most of my life going that way until like I was like 16, 17, I was just calling up all these firms like, hey, can I come down? I, you know, you don't have to pay me. I just want to help you out. I will work for free. You know, and I worked for free for a lot of people, like, you know, some people, like, you can take, they were taking advantage, but in terms of, like, they were just giving me lots of stuff, but it didn't, it didn't matter, I had the energy, I had the drive, I wanted to do it, so yeah, I did that stuff, and I worked in an architectural firm one time in Hackney, East London, and another one was, like, I made stuff for, like, free, 2D, 3D, uh, like, I used to make stuff for films, like big props you know and we'd work with car body filler and you know again I just love to make so it was my thing uh so yeah I did that and eventually I headed into like I was in college and got a place at this university that my teacher was like you have to take this placement I mean not many people get into that university and you've got a chance but the thing is I didn't really like I didn't want to do product design at the time and I think my teacher just helped me realize that product is what you need to be doing so I'm very grateful for her I think I was not the best student back then I was 17 you know a lot of things going on and you know you're not really focusing only on your future career you just you know you're in the moment of being a teenager and having teenage issues like let's just say you know things like that so yeah but I'm so grateful to her actually had I not had she not pushed me in that way I don't think I'd be doing product design it was something weird because it's like she helped to get that out of me whereas I thought right I'm gonna be an interior designer and that's where my life is going you know but I'm so grateful that she kind of stepped in and and for me and directed me so grateful for that as well you asked also, what did you ask me? I'm just looking at the questions because I um, can't remember everything. So, yeah, you also asked me, like, where I can express myself better. Um, design is a field where I fit in and where I can express myself better. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's the place for me to really fully be myself. Like, 
I don't want to hold back in that sense because I always tell people like I'm here to express myself not impress you know express not impress and it's true like I have this you know these ideas given to me like they come through me somehow and I've got so many inventions and so many design ideas are written down everywhere and you know I just want to be able to put that out there to the world because I feel as though it's something worth doing the things that we make like you know it's always to inspire intelligent human behavior and this is the thing about helping the planet to recover as well like one of the reasons like this is one of the reasons why we made the bottle Uh, we made a reusable bottle and it's just you know it's to help eliminate single use because I find that in order for change you have to make things convenient otherwise people are not going to change and and that's where the intelligent inspiring intelligent human behavior comes from because you're going to give them things or design things and make things that they're going to use that's going to only encourage a positive impact and that ultimately is how I believe that we can help this planet as well so yeah that's one of the reasons but yeah there's a lot more to know about it so for sure that is a way to help recover the planet but it is really about the things that we use from day to day and ultimately that's the things that we should really look at how people are how we behave how we are around us with nature and things like that and i want to create products that you know have some kind of symbiotic relationship with nature in a way that is going to also impact nature in a positive way so when we did create that bottle soul we call it soul x but i call it a soul x reusable capsule it's it's ultimately like, you know, if you go to a store for like coffee or something, if you go to a, sh- a cafe or whatever, you already have a reus- reusable bottle, but then you might not have anything to put your coffee in or your smoothie in or whatever you order. And the whole point is that the bottle comes in two parts so that the other half you can store hot drinks in and therefore you don't need to go out and get a single-use cup. Because, you know, making, making, making something only for it to be thrown away is just not it's just not ideal anymore you know it just doesn't work out that way anymore and that's how i feel you know like instead of constantly making and throwing away we can make something that's gonna last a long time and it's convenient so yeah and when i think about like these ideas that i've had since a young young person you know i remember times when i they may have seemed a bit crazy because I remember growing up like I'd draw something I'd make something and I'd run into the room this was like around when I was like teenager and I'd be like to my siblings hey 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 guys look look I made something look 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 and they'd be like yeah mm-hmm, sure yeah they're like I think they're just like I don't know they're probably doing it in their own world watching whatever doing whatever they wanted to do but I, I was just on this high of designing I was like oh my god this is amazing don't you think like yeah so didn't get as much excitement from my siblings but it's okay you know but everyone had their own thing going on so yeah <laughs> but just had to add that on I think because um I'm glad that I like I'm glad that I continued doing design because it meant so much to me like it is really my thing so you know and I wasn't discouraged and and it wasn't like anybody was discouraging me but I think coming from an like an Asian family could have been a little bit like oh well what the hell's design what the hell is product design you know but you know I never felt like 
unsupported but i didn't feel like it was a big thing back then because you know you get the things like oh be a doctor be a teacher be a nurse be this and that's great if you want to be that but it's not if you don't want to be that so yeah um so i'm just really grateful that i uh stuck to my ways of just and you know ended up be doing this which is designing and creating a spectacular brand podex where we make amazing futuristic designs that really here to help but yeah that's my bit of my background <laughs> up until podex how cool is that i think making creating and designing was already in your blood and i love the fact that you explored it further and nurtured it which is so so great this leads us to our second question how did podex come into existence and what's the significance behind the name also could you kindly elaborate on the terminology you used on your website such as the rebirth of earth so how did podex come into existence well this is something that was going on in my mind for many many years it was something that was brewing in the back of like just whenever at uni even when i was working with people i always knew i was going to end up doing something independently and also it was just very hard to find a job in the time when i you know graduated and stuff and back then there wasn't that many product design jobs you know i was i had other jobs like i was working in museums i did some stuff in schools i you know i worked in like just so many different things but you know and i also were doing a lot of freelancing as well like i did a lot of freelance jobs and yeah but it was just like i want to finally make something myself my own design you know and it was just like i said i was at uni it was brewing in my mind and then eventually when i graduated i was like right okay i'm going to do something myself so it took a few years after uni as well because like you know i was like i said i was had to be working and i had to do other things and it was very hard at the beginning because i actually had i was doing five jobs in one go so yeah i would just like work somewhere and then work somewhere else in the evening and then have other freelance jobs on the side so it was quite a lot at the moment but you know I really wanted to products and so I just knew I had to come up with some funding as well to get it started and it wasn't easy I mean I could go into that and explain a whole lot of stuff but <laughs> I don't know if this is the time or the place but you know uh and the name podex like you asked me what's the significance of the name of podex and the meaning Well I like I said I was I always like at some point was going to have my own design firm let's call it that but I didn't want it to have any particular association apart from the one I wanted it to have like so I thought about different names like you know you could what can I call my design firm like you know space design you know, fire design earth design I don't know like but the things I didn't really want like as soon as people heard fire design they'd probably think oh it's fire you know they'd associate you with fire so i thought about a name that i just completely just thought i'll create it so it took me like 9 months to create the name and the logo even longer but um it came down to what do i love what do i see and i thought about the word pod it was just a word that i liked i always liked that word because a pod is not clear as like if i was to say like water you know what water looks like or a candle or whatever you know what these things look like but with a pod you don't really know you don't know the color of it you don't know necessarily the full form of it but you know and it came from the love of nature and space cuz like i was thinking about the word like space pod you know i was like oh okay you know like people go to space 
and I like that. So there was a little bit of association with there because that's what I wanted to incorporate. And then there was nature, like a seed pod. Like if you get a seed of any kind of plant, it always comes in some kind of like a pod, let's just say. And that really like, you know, I felt that was a good thing to start off with because it was all about, you know, it, it tied in with the two other words. I mean, two of the subjects that I love. So yeah, I went with that. And then the dash X was all about adding, taking away, multiplication. So the takeaway was all about like removing things that are no longer needed or get rid of the, let's just say, let's get rid of the bad stuff, you know. And the X, which was also to do with like growth and multiplication, it was to do with like multiplying good things so if you turn the x around it becomes a plus so it was all about like you know taking away the crap adding the good and multiplying the good so that's there's that like you know part to it but i also really liked maths like i hate maths but i just like the way numbers looked so i wanted it to have some kind of like maths involvement that's probably just to do with some engineering there because obviously i did product design engineering as well and you know i wasn't i, I don't know if like it was just the way it looked it looked it for me it felt cool and i wanted to give it a bit of a futuristic feel because i knew some of my inventions and designs were a, a bit ahead of their time so that's why i went for that you know and the x is all about like x and y and chromosomes and growth and um and also just what is x because like x is nothing the x is like what you make right so you could do like you could say in a sentence you know an x came along like or this came along or this happened you know x equals what what does x equal you know and also it's the sign of love isn't it in a way when you give someone a kiss like you know a non-romantic kiss as well like an x you put an x on sometimes you when you write a message to someone and you put a little x at the end so it was all to do with love creation love of nature love of space futuristicness and yeah i feel like this was really me you know this was really what i wanted to do so yeah so that's one of the main significance well some of the main significance here um and you asked about if i could explain about the terminology about the rebirth of earth so podex is always going to make products that help create more of a conscious loving planet it sounds a bit cheesy but it is that it really is that it's the rebirth of earth as in all the products that we make are going to be great like the newborn products their inventions their innovations that haven't been necessarily made before and you know it's a way of doing things that allow the user to have more of a positive behavior you know so it's about creating conscious products you know so whereas before someone would um just get a single use cup drink it throw it away now they have this product the soul x bottle and they can you know they don't have to use a single use cup now because they've got something there so it's like creating a a new kind of uh, new products that are more conscious so it's the rebirth of earth you know it's about doing something new and doing it you know implementing it in a way that's going to impact you know everything you know like space nature humanity ocean it's going to have a positive impact on all of those things so the rebirth of earth really is about having conscious products creating conscious products 
that helps this planet. So that's why we called it the rebirth of Earth. And just to add to the significance of pod X and, you know, the way it looks, the whole thing about the X being in a circle is really my mind. It's I call it another planet. I call it planet X because inside my head is planet X, which is all the thoughts, all the creations, all the things that are going on. And so it's basically it comes from like the idea of it being its own planet and it creates things in that planet and then it sends out to other planets that need help. I know it sounds a bit crazy, but what I'm trying to say is that like you could see Podex as a thing outside of Earth um, because our designs are out of this world. Like we're not thinking only based on what we see on Earth. You know, because our inspiration goes from everywhere and anywhere. So, yeah. So that's why I felt like it makes more sense to, like, I guess... I mean, it's just like a bit of a story, but it's like a planet on its own. And, you know, people in PodX, we're all making stuff, creating stuff that we're going to send out to whatever, you know, whatever things need it. Like, for example, the ocean. We made the bottle for the ocean because, like, ocean, the, the ocean on Earth was in trouble. And we had Mission Earth, Mission Earth. Well, we had Mission Earth and Mission Ocean. Uh, that's a lot to say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. And, and so the, the whole X in the circle represents that. So I created a name, Pod X, you know, many, many years ago. We're probably going over even 13 years. I was a student and I had these names. Like, I'm just thinking of creating a name for my brand. And I thought about the things I love and what I wanted my brand to represent. And then I came up with the word, you know, pod X and it all became that basically. And it came from the love of nature, like sea pod and the love of space. So, you know, I wanted that to represent my brand because that those were the things that we were going to make, you know, things that help nature, things that help us to, you know, just become better as a planet, as a planet Earth and all to do with space, nature, humanity, ocean, all that kind of stuff. And I felt like that was just very fitting. We went, you know, we've been using this name, as I said, over 13 years. And then legally, I trademarked the name in 2015. And then again in 2017 for my brand. And yeah, we've been using it legally as well since then as well. So it's been a very long journey. But, you know, I'll explain in a bit more detail about the name and everything. Wow. I'm feeling so motivated right now. Five jobs. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, it's a lot. And about Podex, if we talk about the name itself, it is so logical, so creative and space nature inspired. It's brilliant. Do you want to talk about your newly developed product, Solex? And what other futuristic products are you planning to give this world with? So, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about Soul. Soul X is our product. Um, it's a two-in-one, hot and cold, multi-beverage, reusable capsule. That's how I like to describe it. It is basically a bottle and a flask combined together. You can drink from both ends. There's a secret compartment in the middle. It's made, it's completely shatterproof. It's dent-free, it's rust-free, it's durable. It's the height of an A4 piece of paper and the width of just like a average mug for like drinking coffee and whatever, that stuff. Um, it fits in most car cup holders and just a very convenient way of using every day. Like, you know, you go out, 
just grab Solex, just grab it, you know, take your water, take your coffee, take your juice, take your smoothie, whatever you need. And also if you have any like loose coins or gum or pills or medication or sachets that you need with you or a tea bag, you can put it in the middle of the bottle. When If you open both pods, the clear pod and the white pod, if you open them up, you, uh, you'll find a little secret compartment. It's not, it's, you don't have to use it. It's there for the bits that you don't want to carry around, for example, like loose change. And it's just a really handy thing to have. So yeah. Um, it's completely dishwasher safe. It's also, you know, it's, well, it's also made of like food grade safe material. I chose this material specifically because, you know, there are so many bottles out there made of various materials and some of them are not very healthy. This is BPA free completely. And also with like glass bottles and aluminium bottles, they tend to sometimes grow a certain bacteria that PC just won't grow in and you know and the, the way the whole thing is designed is to uh, enable people to clean it easy so if you open the top pod you will see the clear side that you can put your hand with a sponge or you know you don't need any special tools necessarily to wash it because you can't reach you know there's a lot of bottles out there that you can't actually reach and you can't wash and so it just has this flow of allowing water to not sit in there and because it's also made of food grade safe material it is like it's actually like it won't smell it you know easy to clean it's all that kind of stuff so yeah i was very conscious about the things i was doing with this like how are people going to interact with this bottle how are people going to you know how they're going to use it so yeah it covers most things uh you know and also rust you know like a lot of people have bottles made of aluminium because they think or metal of some kind and think they're being more healthy and safe like for the environment but actually it's not always the best thing because it's not convenient if something gets dent if something's got a dent in it then it's not the right material it just isn't like i just don't think so because something like that you're prone to dropping like if you've got a bottle on you you know tie at you know and you're traveling everywhere at, there could be a chance that you drop it on the fr on the floor and it, now it's got a dent in it and now you're carrying this bottle with a dent in it it doesn't look good and sometimes a lot of these things are scratched and you can see the paintwork or the you know coated powder that they've applied on there is all like coming off and it just doesn't look nice and you know this is um yeah so i just want to stay away from that and also like like rust grows on these things like this is like a bottle that you're supposed to take outside right you're going to be interacting with the weather you're going to be putting water in it and you're going to have oxygen mix in there and then you get rust and and i wanted to avoid that because there's no way that i'm going to create something that's going to harm anyone or anybody no way i mean i didn't i'm here to make the best products and i'm thinking about every single situation that anyone could possibly be in you know so yeah i needed to make sure that it was completely bpa free wasn't going to grow rust wasn't going to dent wasn't going to crack you know all the things that you want in a bottle like you want your bottle to be durable you know you're going from left and right here and there it's got to be safe it's got to be you know and i and also with glass i just didn't think it was convenient you know glass is very prone to breaking and then i also didn't want that to become some sort of like um I don't know like i don't want the glass to break and then someone hurts themselves or you know what god knows what anyone anything could happen with glass so yeah it's best to stay away from that and i just think that a product a good well-designed product would have the right material applied to it and not for the sake of just trying to be green for the sake of money or you know i just don't believe in that i believe that we should all have great products 
that, you know, are safe for us and are easy for us to use and are convenient for us to use. And, you know, that also has a good impact with nature. So, yeah, that's why. And, and, and you know, you can drink from both ends. And I made it like that because in my mind, Soul X, like I said, it comes from Planet X, my brain, which is like it's a way of it's it's basically a way of thinking right planet x is a way of thinking and i i imagine that this capsule like bottle was floating in space and it was heading towards earth you know and it was there to help people so yeah and i just wanted to give it that like feel that you know because it doesn't if you look at it it completely stands 90 degrees it's you know and it, it just looks like there's no it, it doesn't look like a like a normal bottle with a lid on top that's what i'm trying to say it's very iconic in its design and yeah i think everybody should have really cool products that are not only great for the environment but great for them as well you know like i made it as well because i like to have multiple drinks in a day like i will you know and i and it's refillable easily because i would have my lemon water and maybe i'll have a juice of some kind like a fresh juice and i can store it in two pot like two parts and you know and in case i ever need to take some supplements or if i want to have a cup of tea i can just put my tea bag in the middle and have it for later you know it's just like things like that it's very convenient in that way so yeah so that's um a bit about soul soul x so yeah and it is a product like the whole idea of the design is that it is out of this world it is floating in space it's something different something unique something that you're not going to get anywhere else it is design registered and patented that took a long time to get done but when we had to do the us one we yeah it was it's just it was a lot of work but yeah we've got our design and our patent and our patents in the us as well so that's really handy and there are some multiple places as well in europe so yeah i'm happy about that i also would like to add that i've given like each lid it's also turns into a cup so you do have like two cups with you it's just a we've got like three ways of drinking from it so you can open them the main lid you can drink from the spout or you can open the main lid and the spout and you can drink just from the like the big wide mouth of the pods or you can pour some liquid into the cup from the spout and you can drink it as a cup so there's many options and ways of doing things and also the spout is in the middle um of the bottle because it's the best way to like say if you're traveling for some for example and you know your cup is wobbling left and right you know that sometimes can make it spill whereas if you're in in you know like if you're on a like car you can drink without it like knowing that it's not going to spill left to right and you can put a lid on it as well so you know that stops from spillages and even the way the whole thing pours out it's really nice you don't get any kind of like like you don't get an extra little dribble at the end. Like sometimes you get that in certain jugs and certain bottles, but it completely like it doesn't allow any dribble, extra dribble on there. So yeah, there's a lot of thought that has gone into it, and you know it looks very simple, but it was it was very technically it was quite difficult. Uh, it wasn't going to be made at first because it just seemed like a bit of a crazy design. It doesn't look crazy, but the technicality of it was. You know, we've gone through a few molds to make that and, you know, that is time consuming and heavily pricing. So, yeah, but, you know, it's worth it. It's going to be worth it at the end of the day because everyone's going to get this great product and that's what matters the most. And the other thing about Soul X is that the whole design 
allows you to split the bottle in half and you can separate the cold pod and the hot pod the and you know you can you, like if you wanted to just carry the one you could you know if you ever just know that you're just going to go to the park and you don't need to carry both you don't have to it's, it's very versatile i've made sure that it's versatile because we're all different human beings we all have different needs and wants and you know i've tried to make a product that's universal but independently unique for everyone so someone might want coffee but someone might not drink coffee they might want tea or someone might wants juice instead of water you know it's it's just very multiverse you know like it's got very yeah and it has to be that way because you know you're trying to make sure you cover for most people right if not everyone but i mean i don't know if that's going to be the case for everyone but yeah well i try my best that's all i can really say uh and you know the name soul soul x so because it's in two parts i always wanted to leave a message like a give people a good message for our products and you know connect to your soul and i wanted to have that in there because we don't a lot of people don't know themselves they don't know what they really want in life or they they think they can't get things in life and you know it's really about knowing who you are and what you want and who you who you are becoming so there is a bit of like you know a little message in there it's up to you the way you take that message but for me i wanted to give that to everyone like connect to your soul you know what i mean that was really uh, the message for me is to get to know yourself and love yourself so yeah for me soul is also a representation of life like the yin and the yang the hot and the cold the left and the right the up and the down like everything comes in twos in life we as social creatures need other people and people need us it's like everything works in twos you know so it's the duality and the polarity of life you know it's about you're not always going to be sad but you're not always going to be happy you're not always going to be hot you might be cold you know it's like things like that you might be rich and you might be poor at times but you know this is the balance of life you're going to always and i feel like you're going to you're going to experience both and for me the bottle soul x is about that you know you've got the duality and the polarity the duality which is the two drinks that you can put into one and the polarity of both ends the top pod and the white pod i mean the bottom pod so yeah you, you you've got the two of two you know so for me that was really important to make people aware of i know it doesn't really come across like that because for most people it's just a bottle and they're not going to really think twice about it and hopefully it's not it, there's more to this like there's a meaning behind this that's why i want people to buy products that are more thought out well you know because it, it helps them it helps them ultimately to understand of being a way that's more helpful for to them for them and others so yeah so that's really you know what soul is about as well and you know having the dark side and the light side you know the transparent clear side it's all about lightness it's all about you know and the white side which is dark because you can't see through it is about the dark side so again light and dark you know that's life the up and down of life and yeah and the whole point of it being that color is because i feel like we as humans on this planet that live on this planet you know we have a bit of a responsibility to i mean if well bit could be the wrong word to say but we definitely have some responsibility to you know make this more of a conscious planet a conscious way of living you know 
you know, we're not just here only for us. Like we can't, like, I don't believe that we're only here for us. I believe that we're here to, for others as well. You know, it's what you contribute, how you give to others and, you know, what you get as well. So, yeah. And I feel like this white and transparent is a, you know, it's a universal message of like, we're going to do better. We are doing better. We are doing well. We are taking the the steps in the right direction. So, yeah. And, you know, there is a possibility of having different colours down the line, but, you know, that's not something I'm looking at right now because for me, it's really about a universal message, you know, and it's everybody aiming for the same goals, like when it comes to the planet Earth. And, you know, I talk a bit about the light and dark, and it's also the representation of you as an individual of you know, we're in this world where there's sides to us that we show and there's sides to us that we don't show. You know, there's this transparent side of you, your authentic self, and then there's this private side of you which you might not share with the world. And again, that's also okay, you know. That's my whole point about Soul X. It is the, you know, it's a reminder that, you know, it's okay to have, to be this and that. It's okay to feel good. It's okay to feel bad at times, you know. It's just life. Thank you for that in-depth explanation about Solex and its significance. I feel that it's more than a product, a message, a reflection of ourselves. What is your creative process when designing or even thinking of designing a product? Also, what according to you is the foundation of a good design? So my creative process when designing is it, it really it's kind of it's not a one-way thing is what I can say is that because I, I an idea will come into my head or sometimes I will be doing something and then I notice a problem so really there's no one way of it you know it just depends but most of the times I find myself just getting ideas randomly out of nowhere or just it's there you know and then I start to think about it and then I actually do write them down I sketch it out, I write it down, and I just have all these little ideas in my head and that I put down on paper. And let's just say we were starting on a project, like I've been having this, I had this invention recently that came in my mind. And I was just literally coming out of the gym. I, I just went to the gym in the morning and just started walking and I thought I'll walk it back. And this just thing just came into my head and I was like, oh God why me <laughs> why do i have to get this idea because it, it was just, it's just uh, it's an amazing idea and it's just you know it just it's going to be a lot i think for me not necessarily a lot i know i can do it i know we will do it but it's just like wow this is quite big you know the inventions the products the innovations they're all out there they're crazy but really like sometimes i just think wow how come no one's ever done this or how come no one's done that but I don't really stay too focused on it. I mainly focus on just what we need to do. And usually the process will start off with, okay, sketching ideas out initially, um, talking to some people. I also make a lot of um, ideas and generally work when I'm traveling as well. I find myself like when I'm on a plane or a train or in a car, you know, my mind is constantly stimulated ideas are just coming out of my head and it's like you know there's not like everything can be an inspirational point for me like I could go to the park and oh 
you know, something will pop into my head or so. Yeah. So my design and my creative process really does start off with a thought or if I encounter a problem or if I hear about someone's problem and I try to sit there thinking, oh, if we did this, we could solve that problem. So, yeah. And that's how it usually starts. And then again, like I said, sketches, drawing, sometimes we'll make models, we'll do 3D models, we'll put it through the computer, we'll also make stuff and yeah but initially sketching will always remain at the core of any design process you know there's things i've sketched on on like the backs of like magazines or napkins and it's true what they say it's like you really do have that like you have to put it down on paper or somewhere you just have to uh i, I mean i do remember a lot of stuff but it's just also nice to put it down on paper and then yeah yeah so that's how we do it and when I'm designing a product, it really goes through a lot of stages. It's like, you know, what you start off with is what you never end with. Now, that's a little bit hard to understand, but like you think you have an idea and you draw it and it's good. And then you start to do the development process and it's completely different. Because even when I look at Soul, it wasn't going to ever be like how it is now. Initially, the idea was that it was going to be a bottle that you can kind of share with a friend. Because I was always like, I never like, if I'm drinking something or eating something, I don't like sharing the same, like, spoon or sharing the same, like, I don't like to, sh no, basically, it's just, I don't know, I think it's maybe the way I grew up, but I, like, if, if a friend wants to take a sip of my drink or anything, I'd be like, can you sky it meaning that can you just like not put your mouth on it now that's not anything to do with just like oh being disgusted or anything it's just the fact that i don't want any backwash in my food or like i don't know it's just it's very personal i don't know if i could do that so yeah and the idea was that oh yeah you know there could be two like sides like two sides at the top and people can share it but then it just kind of changed to like suddenly i got this other idea which was like oh my god we should be able to store hot drinks in here as well and then it really went from there and then it really developed and what it looked like initially what it looked like isn't exactly what it looks like now i mean i remember having some issues with the lid i was kind of obsessed with this detail of having like a bit of a dip inside the first lid and i kind of i, I you know it was kind of like looking back at it, it was like oh god why did i do that only to come back to the beginning so we went through all this stage and then you know trying to use this kind of like like you know bit that goes in only for us not to have it in the end but i believe that sometimes you do these things only to realize yep that we shouldn't change or that we should keep so it does go through a heavy process and then the engineering side and the prototyping and the material sourcing and researching the materials investigating the materials making sure it's the right one making sure it's healthy and safe for everyone because you know that's my main concern like safety isn't it i like i said would never want to use anything that's going to harm anyone in any way but it's also a good fit for the actual products like a lot of people they think that plastic is the issue it's not plastic it's actually how you apply it's like what you what what application do you use it for I mean, I wouldn't recommend using plastic for single use, but would I recommend using it for something long term that's uh, BPA free, that's safe, 
yeah, it's durable. You don't want a bro- bottle that breaks every five minutes. You don't want it to be dented or anything like that. So, yeah. And it's, you know, it's completely fine to use. So, yeah. So, the material part also has its uh, long process as well. So, yeah, that's how it starts. And, you know, what is good uh, foundation of good design? What's uh, What do I believe is good design? I believe good design is using materials that can sustain the product's lifetime as much as possible so i'm very much about making sure that you use the right material for the right application i also believe good design has to be a design that's convenient so that it helps overall whatever you want to achieve it has to be it has to be good for the end user like so they're not having to do so much just to use something you know it's got to be quite easy to use and it's got to look obviously you know style is very important the way it looks is very important it has to be because we live in such a world where everybody wants nice things you know gone are the days where it's engineers making big boxes you know box has to have detail it has to you know it has to relate to someone it has to make someone feel something so yeah that's i so i believe what good design is you know all those things that i've mentioned and yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things I could say about what is good design. I think it's hard to just say what is good design without understanding what the product is. Like, it really depends on the product. I don't think, I don't think every design should have a set of rules. But I think there should be a basic rule, but not every single one needs to be covered. Because you could be making something that doesn't cover those designs, but it covers the purpose for it. And I think that's important as well. So, yeah. But in, in a basic outline, what is good design? It is, you know, picking the right material. that needs to look well and work very well. It needs to not, like, it needs to be able to... And, and, of course, it should be sustainable. But some things are not always going to be sustainable. They might help solve a big problem, uh, you know, like a really big problem. But, you know, may, may, maybe we're talking about, like, really serious stuff. But... You know, that's why it's very hard to um, apply one set of rules. So, yeah. But it should have at least the basics, you know. Another part of my design process is actually just being... Like, trying to put myself in, in an environment that inspires me. Or doing things that inspire me, like, you know, nature and, you know, music. I, th- I would say music is a big one for me. I love music. It's really my thing. Like, I'll sit there listening to different kinds of songs and tracks and just to take a little bit so I can apply into a part of something. You know, whether that's making a video or whether that's, you know, helping to understand the lyrics that can help make me, like, help make us make a great product. Because I really love that kind of stuff. I love to understand what people are going through, what people are talking about, what they're saying, what they mean and it seems to come to me in the form of music i couldn't live without it and it really does help me uh, on the design process so yeah when i was younger i would just actually like listen to like like cds or whatever and i would just sit there i'd have the lava lamp on i used to have this lava lamp and it would create all these kind of bubble shapes and stuff and and honestly you could watch it for a while and you will see the different patterns and the different forms of like lava that's in there and it's kind of cool you know and it, it does help to like 
take those shapes and apply it to your design work. So that's what I used to sometimes do. But music is a big thing for me. It definitely is uh, helps me out with the process. Because, you know, I feel like when you're designing, you're really into your mind at that moment because it's something that you're literally trying to, you know, make, right? So, but it's coming from feelings and thoughts. And so it's really important for me to be in a certain state sometimes to have the best, you know, outcome. That is so true. What does conscious design mean to you? How does it help you envision the future of earth-friendly inspired products? Conscious design means a lot of things, but to me it really means having those you know products that are really helpful for you know you know that are helpful and make you what like a i guess change a certain behavior without it being too obvious so i think like making conscious product that leads to an action that's overall you know a good action you know a better habit for example or you know it's like intentionally designing i mean obviously design is there to solve problems but you know there's you could solve a problem but then you can also solve another problem on top of that so yeah so like if you take example of soul x our bottle you know that it's um conscious because it's consciously designed because it's helping the environment but it's also helping you because you're now drinking water hopefully or some healthy green juices or smoothies and or or you're not wasting uh, single use cups and stuff and just making more you know crap in the ocean and stuff like that so yeah um you know it's kind of stuff like that so i mean what i don't know if I, i'm trying to think of other examples that not based on products but yeah i mean there are so many things now it's very hard to pick <laughs> yeah but it's just uh, conscious design just really means making you uh like inspire intelligent human behavior making you do something without you even realizing but you know it's consciously it's designed consciously so that you do that you know you do you know you follow through with those habits like for example now using a reusable bottle rather than a single use or you know it's things like that like you know or you know even materials like wearing or using materials that are better for the planet stuff like that and what is my vision on the future of earth friendly inspired products i think in the beginning it seemed very like like you know it just seemed like oh no it's vegan and it's like crap looking and it's not you know it doesn't look nice as new shiny things but we've definitely come far from that like there was a lot of products that are very sustainable and beautiful and looks amazing so yeah i mean we've definitely come a long way uh i think anything that's earth friendly has to be it just has to like like there has to be an end cycle as well of the product so how does it get recycled? What happens when it's like I don't know comes to the end of the end of its time, or you know, just how do you use it? How do you store it? You know, all these little questions like the afterlife as well of the product has to be taken into consideration. Like for example, the bottle we made, Soul X, is completely recyclable after, and it's designed to keep for a very long time. It's shatterproof, so you know, hopefully, you keep for many years you know that's the plan so i think earth friendly products should have a long lifespan and i remember doing this project at my university in the last year i did um, edible packaging 
because I was thinking about well, like I was doing like a um, some some sort of like like just a study of like researching about how we can make packaging better, and one of the things I realize is that sometimes when we have food packaging like we lose a lot of nutrients and stuff like that and I just thought to myself well I'm gonna make packaging that is with added nutrients and it was all food and plant-based and I got like you know it was interesting because I know it was biodegradable at the end like for example all our packaging should kind of be biodegradable unless it's so nice you want to keep it and it has a other uses so yeah you can but like yeah you can have um packaging that last as long as there's a, a little bit of a purpose even if it's like a box to store in or even you like the message on the box or something other uh, and if you and for the rest of the other packaging that where people don't really need it or want it so much you know it should go back to the earth i think that's what i think um yeah because like packaging is what's the purpose of packaging you know it's you know it's to you know inform it's to protect it's to you know you know just all that kind of stuff but once you've taken the product out of its packaging you have to think about what's going to happen like you know you can't just throw it in the bin it's just going to be such a waste again it's like single use isn't it you opened it once and that was it unless you can reuse the bottle or i mean like reuse the packaging reuse something you know then yeah there's a little bit of you know something there but if it's just like open it chuck the box it's like then what was the point of having that box do you know what i mean so yeah so i'd rather like i i think about packaging more as well than even products so i think packaging is equally important obviously being a packaging designer as well i've you know i've made some packages in my time and obviously the set the right material has to be involved i think because uh, there's just no way that you know we just have to be way more aware of these things like one-time uses are very difficult now it shouldn't be one-time use it should be refillable or it could be returned you know i think it's important so yeah but but again it has to be convenient people won't change if it's not convenient it just won't work so yeah it's got to be convenient and it's got to help the planet and it's got to also do this job for why it's even like why why do people even have packaging you know it has to do all those things it's supposed to do but we have to just care about the afterlife as well so yeah of that product so yeah or the packaging when i was doing the edible packaging as well you know i was really thinking about like i mentioned earlier like adding nutrients back into the packaging and also allowing people to eat the packaging because it was edible packaging and uh, so the whole point was that you could either biodegrade in nature or you could eat it so you know there wasn't any waste in the end as long as it goes back to the ground as long as it you know it's like it's just going again isn't it? it's a cycle so yeah i think that everything should have a purpose like when we look at our packaging for products like we initially wanted to give it a second kind of like use but the box itself would be a very very nice box it's gonna be a box that we are hoping people would keep uh at the, you know with the messages that we have on there and stuff like that but again you know we are developing better packaging as we go along right now you know we're still at this phase where things are you know things are exciting you know they're very exciting time but you know there's just so much that we have to do right but it's something that we have always thought about and you know we're applying the best 
to it. Just, uh, you know, our main hope is that people would keep the box and use it for something else. Uh, you know, we'll see when the time comes. But, yeah. We want to be able to, you know, like, make people aware of these kinds of things. Because, although you have a great product, you know, everything about the product should also be, like, part of ha keeping it, you know. Keep the packaging especially if it's going to like be useful for you. I know lots of people who keep boxes and they use them. Sometimes they use them to store things. Sometimes they use them because they just like the box and it's a piece of art for them almost. So yeah, you know, it really is about like having a purpose for it as well. Not just the one use, but yeah. I mean, I mean at the end of the day, I think that's the way earth friendly products are going to head down to eventually as well. Packaging is going to be a big thing. I really believe so. Products as well, but packaging because packaging is like used so quickly i think there needs to be a bit more focus on that but you know for podex we've designed a really beautiful box got lovely prints on it and yeah it's a box that we hope you keep and yeah so we'll see right what were the biggest hurdles you faced at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey and how did you overcome those hurdles the early days of Podex were very, well, I could say exciting, but also very scary. It's not an easy thing to do, like like start your own thing. And especially when you worry about finances and how you're going to sustain yourself, you know, it's very difficult. Um, it was, uh, it was absolutely crazy, but I wouldn't have done it any other way, to be honest. I really don't feel that I could have done it any other way. This was the way it was meant to be. But as I said earlier, I was taking on multiple jobs. I was in five different jobs just going for it working up early coming home late at night and then you know starting podex working on podex stuff so yeah it never i mean i i was gonna do it i was determined i was ambitious and it was gonna happen and it and i didn't think anything like it wasn't going to i never thought oh i'm not gonna do it it was just like i have to do this i want to do this this is what need this is what i need to do so it was that but it was not easy i mean i'm just thinking about some of those hurdles like you know obviously i live in london and it's very an expensive place so i had to just um where our studio was i had to just live there for a while uh, <laughs> and it wasn't a place to live you know there wasn't a sh toilet shower or bathroom or anything so i used to go to the local gym and i'd come like i'd like come after work quickly take a shower and then you know go home or whatever but uh, yeah, I had to do that for a while. It was about like almost a year and a half. And uh, yeah, it was just some of the sacrifices I had to do, you know. And also I didn't have a kitchen in there. So, you know, I'd uh, end up getting stuff like, so I could put in the microwave. But I would just get bags of salads, to be honest, and uh, just eat that. And um, yeah, slept on the air mattress on a cold concrete floor. So these are really like some crazy things that I'm telling. But you know what, it's, it's, it's fine, you know, it was what it was, I was prepared. And like, I was gonna do this no matter what, so, you know. I had to save some money as well, so, you know, I was paying for where I was living and then I was paying for the studio where I was hired and it was just, um, yeah, it was not easy. I, you know, I just remember struggling quite a bit yeah and just really working all the time like you know and then 
eventually I started to create a team, you know, slowly. With the money I was making from work or doing all these jobs, you know, I could slowly start to employ some people. And I was looking, initially I we were going to like, you know, because when you hear manufacturing, you think, oh, China. But I really didn't want to do it in China. I didn't feel, it didn't suit well with me. I think China has a quite a bad reputation and, you know, maybe it's a right thing or a wrong thing, but I just wanted to do it where it was possible for me, which was in Asia, Bangladesh and India, because, you know, I do have, you know, I am Bengali and I've got Indian in me as well. So it made sense that I would do it in where my parents were born, because, you know, I'm also that as well. It, you know, I spoke, I could speak the language and that was the biggest thing I think for me so yeah so it was really important that you know we were able to work somewhere where I could where we could communicate quite easily so yeah but it was very difficult at the beginning I remember feeling very <laughs> I just remember feeling very anxious when I was about to leave my uh, the job as a design technician I was des- a design technician for a while and you know I oh I don't know it was just like scary the thought of like not having a like a normal income you know but I was freelancing and you know it was okay I had to really push myself out there and I look back at that situation and think if I hadn't done all those things when I was really young in my teenage years working for free for multiple places like it was endless I even did like a you know window like dressing like for this like this electronic shop where I made like this Christmas tree cut out out of wood and where he could put TVs on, like, inside. So it was, like, the idea was, like, it's Christmas and this is the present that you can buy. And it was just crazy. I've done a lot of things. And I think that helped me. That gives me... That, when I remember, like, doing all that when I was younger, it gave me the energy to know that I could do it again, you know? Like, I just worked really hard and nothing was going to stop me. There were other challenges in my personal life as well. But, you know what, I just focused on what I was going to do. And that was that. I mean, I'm really not going into much detail about all of that because, you know, it's quite personal. But it's just, um, yeah, if you really want something, what are you prepared to do, you know? And, yeah. Well, I was prepared to sleep on the floor with no heating, not even have a toilet, shower, bathroom, (laughs) and go to the bloody gym nearby and uh, work five jobs and all through like dealing with other things and yeah it was tough you know I can't like in a, in a way I look back and I think wow you know and but the thing is it's just the part of products is beginnings you know so it's well worth it I uh, I don't think anyone would put themselves through all that if they didn't believe it was worth it and it is worth it it's a great brand futuristic design brand focusing on things from space earth nature ocean humanity these are all the products that we're going to be making you know it's not just like we're not a bottle company so yeah it was never going to be a bottle company we're a company that designed things for space travel nature you know um all sorts of things so yeah i had to do this so yeah that's where it all started other hurdles was you know just emotional stuff as well you know, you, you, you think you're getting somewhere only to fall back down. So it was also another hurdle just to make myself in a good state. You know, and I remember listening to this song by Coldplay. And one of the lines was, only only I own me. And he says, like, Chris Martin goes, gonna hold up half the sky and say, only I own me. Because I felt like 
I mean, we are all entitled to our own lives, but I feel like it wasn't always my life. Like, it's a bit weird to explain. Like, you feel like you owe people stuff, like you can't be a certain way, you can't do this or that in case someone gets upset or this and this. But then, you know, that line was like, gonna hold up half the sky and only I own me meant that it's like a very powerful line. Like, imagine like holding the sky up and only you own yourself and no one's telling you what to do so a lot of the stuff this chatter in our mind is just like stopping us from really achieving our goals because we worry so much about other people around us whether that's friends or family or whatever and when you take the, all that away you are left with your power and you can achieve whatever you want so that's what I I also did struggle with that but until I learnt that that particular line really ref, like resonated with me so yeah, there was a lot of emotional things I, I think that I was dealing with that I don't really care as much now. But at the time, yeah, it didn't feel good. So yeah, but I just kept going, you know, all you can do is keep going. As they say in England, keep calm and carry on. You know, you just have to go for it. Other things are like, you know, other hurdles such as like, you know, I'm initially, like initially my whole thing was like, I want to design, I'm going to be creating things, amazing products mind-blowing stuff you know things like that and so I found myself going from this designer to oh god now this business person I'm dealing with tax I'm dealing with accounts I'm dealing with people I'm trying to manage people's emotions I'm you know sourcing running doing everything you know making videos putting music on editing you know um everything I was doing everything at one point uh, and you know and then eventually the right people come along and that's great you know I'm very grateful for my team as well and but just at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey it was like you know doing legal stuff things that I've never done before legally I mean I've worked for a lot of like good places you know I even worked for this really like um very famous guy in England most people will know him but you know I learned some stuff there but I never had to deal with like the actual like legal stuff so I was going from this designer to now a lawyer to now an accountant to now uh, everything so I learned about shipping I learned so much like you know one of the things I was doing as well is trying to file for patent as well and that was very stressful you know sometimes even the USA they're like I can't believe you filed that yourself I'm like well I had to because there was just not enough funds you I mean we're talking about lots of money to hire like lawyers and stuff like that so yeah I had to be everything and I had to really not get down about stuff you know, like, okay, something didn't go right, okay, let's, you know, roll up our sleeves and let's go again, you know, it takes a lot of courage, especially when you're dealing with so many stuff, so many things, like, and you don't know if it's right or wrong, you just have to keep going, you know, at work, like, just constantly working on it, like, working on it, working on it, and, you know, you just go for it, that's all I can say, really, but, yeah, it was difficult, you know, I wasn't living in the best circumstances either, so, that was not helpful either but you know what when I look back at it like I said it's just how it was supposed to be so I'm not so worried about it now because yeah it's um that's the beginning of entrepreneurship and I think a lot of people think that oh I can make a business it's easy <laughs> it's it's easy if you if it's easy but if it's, when it's not easy it's not and I don't think entrepreneurship is easy at all I wouldn't even put myself in the entrepreneurial category, to be honest, but I guess I am in there, so yeah. But I don't see products like a business. I, I'm doing products that I love to design, love to create, love to make, you know? 
um, yes, it is a business. Of course, it's a business because we all have to live, eat, pay for things and run things. I get that. But ultimately, it's about creating great products that are really serving people or the planet or space or nature or whatever. That's ultimately what it's about. So, yeah. But entrepreneurship has like there's another side to entrepreneurship that's um like it's not all roses honestly it really isn't because you can have a massive high and you can come right back down and you're like it's so hard to pick yourself up like only recently like when I was in Asia and I went to Dubai as well you know we like we had made the sample uh, of Soul X and it was great but then I noticed that there was something that we didn't do and it was like oh my god so coming from this high of like like yeah finally to like being dropped like I'm telling you I felt like I fell off Mount Everest that's how it felt like it was bad and I just kept feeling like really like oh my god like I mean I don't even know why I'm still here sometimes you know it's uh I don't even know sometimes but I know why I know why but sometimes when you go through so much you do think what the hell like why am I doing this why am I putting myself through but like I said I have so much love and passion for what I do that it overrides the the shit times so to say that but yeah and you know I'm grateful I have that because without passion it means nothing like if you like I could go and make tons of money doing I don't know selling something else making cars or designing for other people if I wanted but the thing is I'm so passionate about this that I would do it like I would do products and I'm only here for that really and truly like one of the main reasons why I believe I'm here is for that re- for, for products so yeah um so it was very difficult lots of lots of things financial emotional health you know all kinds of things it really it's a whole like it's a whole transformation but through that transformation I've learned a lot as well I've learned about just um my mind I've learned about people I've learned about you know the idea that I had about people and friendships and you know family and all kinds of stuff is n- not in the same way I don't see it the same way you know there are people coming in your life there are people going in your life there are people that you connect with you know it's a crazy place entrepreneurship I wouldn't advise doing it if you weren't ready for it but just be prepared and you know especially at the beginning of the entrepreneurial um sorry entrepreneurial life it was you know meeting the right people as well but being at the right time you know that thing they say being you know you you have to be there at certain particular times and you know you might meet that person or not you know i found myself in so many places where oh like someone knew something and they knew that and i knew this and it was like connecting and all kinds of stuff like that but ultimately it's really got to be about what you want and if you're willing to go through that because i mean there's a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs out there but you know i don't know if it's it's obviously it's not all the same story but i think for me it was very difficult because i was alone completely alone at the beginning it was um yeah but i was like i said you know i had power and i expressed that and just went for it you know this was for me podex is do or die it really is like i'm here for podex you know that's what i want i want to create the best things but like i said yeah so it's got it's going to pull you it's going to push you it's going to tear you apart and it's going to put you back together then it's going to tear you even harder and it's just like wow you know it's like a constant like you know it's like it overtakes your life sometimes 
but you have to know how to have balance again you know because i i do know for a fact at the beginning it overtook me everything was about pod x your mind is on 24 7 about things you're doing the work you're doing the work you have to do the things you have to get you know it was constant and um yeah so that's the beginning of uh, pod x that's quite a struggle but those struggles make you stronger wiser and powerful right so yeah what are your aspirations for the future when it comes to podex and yourself it's a very exciting time for podex right now there's many projects that we have that we have been working on but we're just really been focusing on our main one at the moment if i'm totally honest but there's definitely a lot brewing and they're all going to unravel very soon and you know my aspirations for podex is to be one of the world's most futuristic conscious design brand out there you know that we work, we're not a bottle company as i have mentioned before you know we're going to make products for space travel nature you know we want to work in symbiotic products that help nature too and humanity and the ocean and you know all this kind of stuff we really want to like help and contribute and create it's just it's going to be a global name worldwide you know the the world is everywhere and it's not just in london so yeah people need our products people and and there's a lot of people who want our products because it's something that's very convenient and useful and you know there's been a lot of like messages i get a lot of messages all the time and people love the design and you know it's it makes me very like it makes me very happy because nobody sees the the pain and the stress and all that kind of stuff they don't know what goes on behind the scenes we never do really we only see the end product but the tears the blood the sweat and everything is just oh it was crazy but it's you know i'll do it again if i have to just not stress as much but you know because i've learned some things from it but you know at the end of the day podex is going to be that global brand that people are going to feel and want it it has it it has really good intentions like we everything we do everyone in podex also has good intentions like you know i'm very careful of who i allow in podex because you have to have a good heart like you cannot be treating other people like in a way which is horrible i mean don't get me wrong like we've all lost our tempers with each other here and there i know i have definitely because that's i'm also a human you know we all have the same tendencies it's not intentionally meant to be a bad thing but you know at the end of the day we're trying to create something that's great for everyone so naturally there will be some ups and downs but really and truly podex is you know at the core of podex is about making great products whether that's you know physical digital it just has to have a a positive you know energy about it a positive impact it has to help people you know so that's the future of podex is very exciting you know we're making inventions that have never been done before as i have mentioned earlier like you know there are things that are coming into our, my mind and it's just wow it's it's like really crazy stuff you know i really hope this brand represents love and kindness and i hope this brand represents futuristicness and you know it's all about helping you know it really is about that it's not you know it's like i said i don't even see it as a business you know which is probably not the right thing to say but the thing is i really don't i see it as a place of creating great you know things that can great products that help you know and yeah i mean you know like i said it obviously is a business because you know, you're going to buy stuff and you know but that's just that's just a part of it 
you know it is that because you know money has to be gets you know money has to be spent doesn't it so yeah but that's where i see pod x you know and you had another question here yeah like what are my personal aspirations uh, with pod x and myself i suppose well my, for myself i want to be in a place where you know we're getting those products out to people you know people need them people want them you know, we've kind of got like a few fans like around the world. And it's quite nice to see because people really do love the work and they say that to me and it feels really nice to hear. So, yeah, but for myself, it really is just about getting products out and, you know, making people connect to that, connecting to themselves as well, getting to know themselves. There's always going to be a message of love in, in our products. And the X, like, you know, as I said, it's, um, you know, I want people to know that the X is there for, you know, what I mentioned earlier, which is, you know, a kiss, like being, you know, kissing the world, like having love for everything in the world, everything outside of it too. And we have this thing where we sometimes put the X, like we make the X mark, like with our hands, like with our arms, we cross it over across our chest. And, you know, that's to represent love. Like, you know, that's like a like next way of greeting others like you know so we do that but it's again representing products i'm just gonna push products out into the world even bigger than i like i'm just gonna go for it you know i have nothing to hide nothing to lose and you know apart from being stressed and stuff like that but you know what this is this needs to be where it needs to be and everybody needs to see it so i'm just gonna push it out there because it's something amazing I know that I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't feel like it was a good thing. And when you see products, you know you feel that it's a good thing. And what most people do, I haven't heard of anyone necessarily not saying that. I mean, there's criticism here and there, of course, but you can just take the good from that and apply it or, you know, do whatever you believe is right. But so the, you know, my aspiration is just to become a, uh, you know, just to push products out there and also become a, a great leader you know, I am in leadership and I have a team full of guys at the moment. Um, I am looking to, you know, have more females on there. I'm the only woman on my team. Well, I am also the founder. And I mean, I don't know if it's because of that, but, you know, I, I you know, our team is at, uh, at a size that, you know, we should be doubling up by the end of the year for sure. But really, you know, I want to be a good leader for all of the people in there. You know, I want to help them as well individually. I want us to all go to the top together and help as much as possible. That's my main thing is to become a leader that is there for my team. Like, how can I help you? What can I do? You know, it's not about me, 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 me. It's about them. And of course, it's about me as well. But it's also about them. And that's the main thing for me. If I can be there for my team then that's great because it's only going to help me out as well. It's going to help, you know, it has, like like I said, everything for me is a symbiotic relationship. It's a give and take. And that's how it should be because at the end of the day, we're all here exchanging energy and giving, you know, our best, you know. So I just want to be in that position and I want to make sure of it. Get products out there. Be a great leader, have amazing inventions, give it to the world, contribute to them massively. I want it to help everyone every day. We're also, you know, planning on having locations in, you know, other parts of the world. We have a location in North America. We have a location in 
Europe, which is in London and in Asia as well. But I'd like to get the other continents as well. I'd like to have a headquarters in all of these places just so that it makes it easier for people to reach out to us and for us to reach out to them and, you know, give them hope, give them love, you know, give them everything that we can that's going to help them. That's the main thing. So, yeah, that's where I see products heading into a very futuristic, massive brand that people can connect to. Lovely. What piece of advice would you like to share with aspiring designers who want to build their career in sustainable design? My advice for, you know, other aspiring designers who want to build a career in sustainable design would be to firstly do it if it's really something you want to do. Because sometimes we're in this design field and we find ourselves, you know, swaying to other kinds of, you know, topics and projects. And it's not always something, you know, what we think we want to do is not always what we want to do, you know, because things change. But if you really want to do it, then go for it. But I would, my advice would be to understand that when you're approaching these, you know, projects, designing sustainability and, you know, whatever else you're making... You need to be very intentional. It has to be extremely deliberate. Like you can't, like sustainability is a deliberate action. You know, it's like we're making this, we're using this particular material for this reason. You know, it can't just be, oh yeah, we just used the metal because it was convenient. No, it has to be right as well. It, sustainability is two things what's good for the environment and what's also good for the individual because often we forget that we are also nature like so you know we have to think about ourselves as well it cannot be harmful it cannot be bad in any way like i mean i feel like when you're designing you have to understand that we're so far away from nature that we we are trying to get back to it maybe we have to go two steps forward and one step back but you know slowly we'll get back there you know so whenever you're designing this stuff, you have to bear this in mind. Everything is deliberate. Everything is intentional. Be aware of the process of how people and customers react to certain things. So if you're designing something, how is that product going to start? How is that product going to finish? What about the afterlife of the packaging? You know, all these kinds of things you have to consider. So just be very thought, you know, just, you know, just think everything through including manufacturing how it's going to be manufactured like we manufacture in asia in pod, like podex we have a we have like two factories in dhaka in asia and the thing is like bangladesh is known for having a lot of green factories right now and it's a good place because it, it means that we also get to plant a lot of trees there's a lot of nature there we plant trees and we don't plant in the same city we're just just a few hours away from that city but we do that as well you know there's things that we have to think okay if we're gonna do this we have to make sure we do that you know it's just about like being aware of the whole process in general so yeah i mean maybe you can start small but hopefully eventually you want to you know do things in a way that's going to help the whole process environmentally you know by being environmentally friendly so yeah just to be very aware of that in particular you know, design is not necessarily the easiest thing for many people because it's one of the subjects that involve everything. Like, from it involves art, it involves maths, it involves, uh, you know, science. There's so much to it. So, you know, if you want to do design, you'll have to, you know, it's not art, is what I'm saying. It's a mixture of art with other things. 
So just bear that in mind. You know, you've got to actually understand how products work, how things are made, what materials are used. You have to educate yourself in a lot because design consists of a lot. So yeah, so that would be my advice. And also design with your heart. You know, I design with my heart completely. Obviously there's logic there as well, but you have to do it because you love it. You have to do it because you're passionate about it. I love design. I'm obsessed with it. I've been doing design since I was very young, as I already mentioned earlier. But, you know, that's and if I love what I do, I'm only going to give that to everyone, isn't it? I'm going to be giving love to people. Like, they're going to receive this amazing, iconic design. And they're going to know it was, like, intentional. And it was, you know, made with so much care, you know? And that's what you want. You want to make a product that's... that. You care. You care. You should have to show you care. And that's what I've done. And that's my advice is to care. Is to care about people. Is to care about the environment. Is to be, to make effort. Work with your heart. Be passionate. Like, well, you should be passionate. You shouldn't be something that you become, like, that you choose just to be, just for that. You should already feel passionate about doing design. And that's why you're a designer. Not because you think it's cool or anything else. You know, I design, my ultimate thing is designing. Like, that's why I'm doing products. It's not because I want to be, oh, this designer. I just want to create and make. You've got to love what you do. So make sure you love what you're doing. And there will be challenges, like in any design uh, project, you know, you never ever leave with what you came with. You know, you might have designed a circle only to end up with a rectangle, you know. it's Well, not a rectangle, maybe like an octagon or something, but you know. Like, things are always a development and, you know, things can only get better. But that's what I would do. And I will also talk about trying to get inspiration, you know. Um, Look at the good things you want to do with your product or, you know, how your product can make a big impact on others, how it can solve problems. So, yeah, it's all about that. What message do you have for our listeners? I just wanted to thank Ritali for, you know, inviting me to this amazing self-talk show it's a very like you know it's kind of a unique concept as i have already mentioned so yeah i i think it's a great show and you've had some great guests and yeah so i would just leave your you know your listeners with one or, or two things one is we're all here for something you know we we all we all have talents we all have skills we all do something that we love and you know if you really want to do something that you truly love you should find a way to do it because what you love is a gift to us is a gift to the rest of the world you know don't hide your gifts share them it's really important to share them too many people get into these places and spaces in life and you know and they don't really achieve what they want they just go with what they think they should do or a lot of people are scared Some people are scared to leave relationships. Some people are scared to, you know, take the new job. Some people are just scared. Some people also worry about what others think of them. And that's really not a good place to be because I think as long as your heart is intentional, you shouldn't worry about what people think of you. You should worry about what you think of yourself. Are you doing better every day for you and everyone around you? So, yeah. And the other thing is that, you know, I I realised there was a lot of people in my life that, just changed a bit after I started to show my product 
not in the, ne- the best way possible and you know it was quite upsetting because most of these people I cared about you know I really you know I really wanted you know I, I thought they wanted to help me I thought they you know were going to be supportive and stuff like that but you know you meet a lot of people that are not supportive and and these are like really somewhat some close people not my family but you know other people's like friends and other people's families and stuff like that but at the end of the day you have to never take it personally because what I've realized is that this is just them reflecting how much they hate where they are in life you can't take that on like I I won't advise you to take on their misery or their pain that's why my advice is to fill up your heart with love so that you can never feel any kind of hatred from them because love overrides everything like I feel good about who I'm becoming every day even through the struggles struggles that people don't see but I've got into this space where it doesn't matter what someone says or someone makes up about me it doesn't bother me because I know my heart I know me I know my intentions and I know what I'm gonna do so yeah and I'm not here to hurt anyone I'm just here to live my life do my design so I can share my gifts with the world so I don't take on anyone's negativity anymore you know because it's just not worth it and if anything I wish that those people love that's all you can do so my message to everyone is to increase the love and share your gifts because that is going to lead you to another level of life which you didn't even know that you could have but if you feel good inside you can feel good outside too and there will be times of hate there will be times of love there'll be times of happiness there'll be times of sadness there'll be times sometimes of joy misery it's just the balance of life and you have to keep going for it even if it's like like even if you don't feel like it at times but you have to remember that those times will change and i hope that soul x is a representation of life have both have the balance have the ups have the downs you know we're not designed to be happy all the time it's 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 not true you will you, we're just designed to grow and learn and stuff like that but yeah as long as we we remember that that should be you know okay i'm very excited for podex the future podex very excited for me as you know i'll be learning and growing i'm very like grateful as well for everyone who's been on this like you know watching me on social media or wherever you know uh it's been a long time but we're getting there finally and that's what matters the most making every day making every day count you know getting closer to our goals you know soon enough we'll be able to share our gifts the sales will be going out in july hopefully because with manufacturing it can be crazy but i'm looking at july and it seems like a nice time i've always wanted it to be in the you know springtime and in well in the summer so yes summer it should be in everyone's hands i'm very excited for everyone as well to get one and you know just enjoy it you know this is pure love soul x is pure love and you will get to have a piece of love and that's that is really what it is so yeah thank you everybody for all of this and also matadi thank you very much for letting me come on your show inviting me here and uh yeah you've got a fantastic show i'm really excited for people to hear this podcast with you and 
you know, I hope you all enjoyed it. You know, I have been going on for a while, but yeah. Well, thank you once again. Thank you, Mitali. And I wish everybody good luck with the futures. Just go for it. Nothing to lose, honestly, nothing. And thank you, Mitali, once again. You're an amazing person. You know, I've known Mitali for about a year. And, you know, she's asked me to come on and I've asked to, like, talk on the show as well. So it's been really fun. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, I don't do this often, but I have got a few things lined up as well, and I know I have to do those. But I'm just, uh, you know, I just like Mitali's way of doing this because Mitali's quite a spiritual person. And, you know, if you look into her podcast, you'll see some, you'll learn and you'll see some great stuff. So, yeah. So, thank you once again. Sending love from me, Hazera, and also from my team, PodX. So, wishing everyone a great time ahead. That's a wonderful message, Hazera. Thank you for your time. It was lovely having you on the show. You can connect with Hazira Chaudhary through her website. Find the link in the episode description. So with this, we come to an end of this episode. Hope you liked it and the feedback would definitely do wonders. I would really appreciate it if you can subscribe to Self Talk Show. More awareness and more episodes are coming your way. So stay tuned and keep self talking. You can reach out to me for questions, queries or suggestions at www.selftalkshow.com or email me at showselftalk at the rate gmail.com or through social media pages on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again and see you with another episode.